Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. 
if you haven't started your day out with anything other than praise for your creator and with anything other than worship of him who woke you up, you have started your day wrong. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for life, for health, for strength. We thank you for food on our tables, clothes on our backs. We thank you for protection, provision, sustenance. You are our God. You are our creator. You are our very present help in a time of trouble. You are our shield. You are our buckler. We give you glory. We give you honor. This is the day that you have made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. You didn't have to let us see this day. But while we be into this, we say thank you. This is the day. This is the day. This is the day. In the name of Jesus, sing it out.
Children of God, we greet each of you once again in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This is, in fact, the day the Lord has made. Don't let anybody fool you. Allah didn't make the day. Ra didn't make the day. Buddha didn't make the day. This is the day our Lord has made. And we have a responsibility to rejoice and be glad in it. If you have woke up today with your mouth poked out and feeling uh, angry and uh, you're waking up wrong. You're waking up all wrong. God says, I didn't have to let you see this day, but I did. And since God has let us to see a day, we ought to at least rejoice and be glad in it. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we are working on our most recent topic entitled What Seems and What Is. Sometimes they can be the same thing. What seems can, can sometimes be exactly what is. But sometimes what seems and what is can be very, very different. This is where we need the Spirit of God. We need the Word of God to uh, give us clarity and understanding and let us to know the different times between what seems and what is. We looked at capital A, our outline, seemed like grasshoppers. This is how the ten of the spies that went over into the promised land thought that they looked and thought that they looked to the inhabitants of the land, but Joshua and Caleb had to let them to know that we're not no grasshoppers. We are the people of God. We, and I'm t- preaching to somebody today. You're not a grasshopper out there under the sound of my voice. You are a child of God. You are the son or the daughter of God. You can have what God says you can have. You can do what you can do. You can go where God says you can go. Now, you're not a grasshopper. Stop thinking that you're some little bitty hopping creature jumping around. Chapter 13, verse 33, 1 Samuel, chapter 15, and verse 17. Capital B in our outline. Seemed like a few days. Looked at Genesis 29 and 20, Job chapter 14, verse 1. And when we saw there uh, how that Jacob loved Rachel. And because of his love for her, the seven years that he worked to try and get her, they just seemed like a few days. When you love someone or you love something, uh, uh, you're not counting what you give. You're not counting how much time you spend with them. When people love something, they they spend their time, they spend their energy, they spend their money, they spend their effort, and it doesn't even seem like it's a big deal. An alcoholic, he doesn't give a second thought normally to how much money he spends on alcohol. A crack addict doesn't give a second thought oftentimes to how much money they spend in, in drugs because they love them. Well, when you love God, when you love the things of God, you're not even thinking about how much money you spent in, in, in the kingdom or promoting the gospel or, or building up the, the, the kingdom of God because you just simply love God. I encourage you, love God and things will not things that you do for God and for the kingdom of God will not seem like much of a chore. You won't be sitting in service looking at your watch wondering when is the preacher going to stop preaching or, or when is the praise and worship team going to stop singing. Because you love God, 
you won't even won't even seem like much to you. We look, and it brought us down to capital C in our outline. Seemed like nonsense. Now this is a very important subtopic here for for us because there are some things that can seem like nonsense at one at one stage at one uh, juncture in our life, but uh, we look at it from a, at another point or maybe after we have matured it or after we have received a revelation and we find out that it is not nonsense at all. We looked at Luke chapter 24, verse 11, how did the women, the women disciples had gone to the tomb, met with an angel, the angel revealed to them that Jesus was not there. They ran immediately to his apostles, told it Peter and John and these men that had been with Jesus, tried to tell them, and the Bible says that they, the women's words seemed like nonsense. But Peter ran to the tomb, checked things out. So just because it may seem like nonsense to you at one stage, there are things that seem like nonsense to me at, at 15, 16 years old that I come to find out were not nonsense at all at, at 25, 26 year old. There were things that seemed like nonsense to me at 25, 26 year old, but at 25, 26 year old, but I find out it's not nonsense at, at 35, 36. So as we grow, as we develop, as we mature, uh, there are some things that will seem like nonsense at one state and at one place in our walk with God that um, we find that are not. And my spirit goes to uh, the Lord is bringing to my remembrance now. I guess I was about 15 years old. I was in church with my mother, Holiness Church. And this was before I was saved, before I believed in God, before I believed in Christ, before I believed in anything, just a young fool. And I remember sitting in church with my mother, and the saints had broken out into praise and worship. One brother was hopping on one foot. Some other people were jumping. A whole lot of stuff going on to me at that time. I was like, what in the world is all of this? What is all this about here? What, what is all this? And I asked my mother, I was like, what is all this? She said, just keep on living. That was her response. She said, you just keep on living. And sure enough, uh, uh, with time and with maturation, with revelation from God, I come to find out that uh, now I see what all the, the fuss was about. God must be praised. Uh, we looked at Luke. Uh, seemed like nonsense. We looked at Luke 24 and 11. It brings us down to Luke 16 and 14. We're going to get a little taste of this here, and then we're going to let you all enjoy your day children of God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Luke, what? 16 and 14. Let's see what God has in store for his people today. Luke chapter 16, verse 14. From the New International Version, the Bible says, the Pharisees who loved money heard all this and were sneering at Jesus. Once again, Luke chapter 16, verse 14 from the New International Version, the Pharisees who loved money heard all this and were sneering at Jesus. Capital C, what? In our outline? Seemed like nonsense. Let's hear what Jesus is talking about. To the Pharisees, seemed like nonsense. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, this is, in fact, 
the day that you have made. Father, we are rejoicing. We are glad in it. We give you glory, honor, praise, adoration. We join in, Father, with the creatures that minister before you constantly proclaiming that holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Father, we thank you. We reverence you. You alone are worthy of all glory, all honor, and praise. It is you, Father, who have set eternity into our hearts, but you told us in your word to fathom what you have done from beginning to end. Yet, Father, the little bit that we perceive, the little bit that we understand, we give you glory. We cry hallelujah, the most high praise for the most high God. We thank you today, Father, the sun is shining, the wind is blowing, the, 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 the birds are singing. Father, we give you glory for this beautiful, beautiful, wondrous day, Father. We have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Father, we don't even have any idea how many bodily functions and bodily activities you had to put into place just right one more time for us to even be able to stand up and walk to be able to talk, how many brain functions have you saw to it that are in place and like they are supposed to be so that we could see, so that we could hear, taste, touch. Father, we, we, we magnify you. We exalt you, Father. We pause reverently to give you uh, some time today that you may speak in our midst. Give us direction. Give us unction. Give us revelation and insight. You've told us in your word that the entrance of your word brings understanding, Father. We are seeking your understanding today that we might walk in the wisdom of God. This is our prayer. Father, we are touching and agreeing in the name of Jesus Christ, the name that is above every other name, no other name in heaven or earth by which men can be saved than at the name of Jesus, Father. We will be very careful to continue giving your name all glory, all honor, and all praise. This is our prayer. We count it done in the name of Jesus. Let the people of God say amen. Amen. And it seemed like nonsense. Now, now, and God says, Robert, you know that what I'm giving you to share with this generation, with so many people that love money, it seems like nonsense. You do know that, right? I'm like, yes, Lord. Okay. God said, Robert, show my people something about this generation. Go to 2 Timothy very quickly. We're going to come back to Luke now, but the Lord is flashing this in my spirit, and he's talking to me real good this morning. Understand, God says, I'm very serious about this right here. As I am, God says, all of my words. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Now, God said, Robert, you live in the midst of, of a generation that I have already described by my spirit through my holy apostle Paul thousands of years ago. This is the generation that you live in. Second Timothy chapter 3, the Spirit of God says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. God says, first thing you need to understand, Robert, is that regardless of what you see, regardless of what you think, regardless of what you feel, regardless of what they tell you on the news, regardless of what some of the preachers and teachers are talking about, you are living in the midst of what? Terrible times. I'm hearing the God speaking in my spirit right now. So, Robert, you, you, need, to, you need to ask yourself, whose report Will you believe? Will you believe the report of politicians? Will you believe the report of false prophets and false teachers? Will you believe the report of your generation? Or will you believe the report of the Lord? God says you live in terrible 
times. Bible says that people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money. Now, regardless of what you see, think, feel, or may even want to happen, in this generation that you live, Robert, people love themselves and people love money. Now, God said, Robert, you know that when you get up in the morning and you do your exercises, you've got weights that you must lift in order to keep your body strong. Uh, and those weights are not easy to push. You do understand that. Lord, talking to me right now. Y'all just kind of watching. I'm like, yeah, Lord, of course. You know, that's, that's why they're called lifting weights. Well, God says you need to understand that those 45-pound plates on each side of the bar that you are lifting and those other plates that you are, are nothing to be compared to the weight of trying to lift this generation out of love of self and love of money, just as you must exert serious physical energy to push those 45-pound plates on its you must exert spiritual energy and effort to help to push the weight of self-love and money love off the hearts and minds of people in this generation. It's work. I know when I wake up in the morning and, and have to, to go over there to that exercise equipment, it's work. Understand, children of God, it is work for us to help try to bring this generation and to lead this generation out from under the weight of self, what? Love and money love. It's work. It's work. God says people love themselves. People love money. All right? Now, with that as a foundation, God says, now that you understand the, the generation and the dispensation that you live in, Come on back. The Pharisees, 2,000 years ago, Luke 16 and 14, they loved money. Now, Jesus loved God. Jesus loved people. He died ultimately for God and for people. He died for God because God told him to, and he died for people because he wanted to save them. All right? The Pharisees, thank you, Holy Spirit. God said, Robert, uh, uh, the Pharisees loved neither. They did not love God. Come on, somebody. And they did not love people. See, see, you need to understand, you got some preachers out there today that do not love God, and they do not love people. Yeah, Pharisees had a large following. A lot of people were supporting them. A lot of people were, were looking at the Pharisees as if they were, as if they loved both, God and people. But the Bible clearly lets us know that the Pharisees loved neither. They did not love God. They did not love people. What they loved was money. Bible says they heard all this. Well, what was the all this? They heard this talk of Jesus, this preaching of Jesus, this teaching of Jesus that was not money-centered. 
They heard the teaching and preaching of Jesus, which was God-centered and man-centered in an attempt to connect the two, and because they loved neither, what he had to say made no sense. This is why a lot of you out there, you don't want to follow this ministry, and you don't want to follow this broadcast, because, see, I ain't, I ain't twisting your arm enough for money. Oh, I could. I ain't twisting your arm enough. I ain't putting enough emphasis on tithes and offerings. I ain't putting enough emphasis on money. See, see, some of you all, because you have been up under that kind of teaching and that kind of thing, what I'm talking about sounds strange to you. Because what I'm talking about is I'm talking about you loving God. I'm talking about you loving humanity. I'm talking about you getting closer to your creator through and by a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And God says, just like the Pharisees sneered at Jesus thousands of years ago because he was not talking money, money, money all the time, a whole lot of you out there listening to me, you're sneering at me because I'm not talking about money, money, money all the time. We're about done, children of God. I think, I think it's been a good day. I think it's been a good day. <laughs> Praise God. Mm-hmm. The Pharisees loved money. See, God said, look, I didn't say you can't have both. God says, I said you can't love both. You can't serve both. You can have, you can have, if having money was a sin, God said, I'd be the greatest sinner of them all. God says, because the cattle on a thousand hills belong to me, all the, all the sheep, all the goats, all the gold, all the silver, all the platinum, all the uranium, God says, any, God says there are chemicals and there are substances that I haven't even allowed man to find yet. God said, guess what, Rob? I'm saying, Lord, I already guessed. It's yours. God says, you have answered right. God says, so everything is mine. But what I love is I love humanity. I love my creation, and I want my people saved. I want my creation saved. Mm. Pharisees loved money. Pharisees loved money. You say, Apostle, how can we tell when somebody loves money? How can we tell when a preacher or a teacher or a leader loves money? Look at what they emphasize. That's all you got to do. A student is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. But it's enough for a student to be like his teacher and enough for a servant to be. Look at the emphasis. What is being emphasized when I sit up under your ministration, man or woman of God? When I sit up under your teaching, when I'm in your, what is being emphasized more than anything else? Is it love for God, love for humanity, obedience to the word of God, or submission to the spirit of God, or is it money, 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 money? Come on, now, this is not, because the God said, look, Robert, out of the abundance of a man's heart, his mouth will speak. If you filled up with the word of God, what will pour up out of you is the word of God. If you filled up with the love of money, what will pour up out of you is schemes and ways to get and collect people's money. We're about done, children of God. I think we've heard what the Lord has had to say. Pharisees who love money, they heard all of this. They heard all this talk about Loving God. They heard all this talk about loving people. They Pharisees like what is this Jesus talking about? Yeah. You know, like last weekend offering, Jesus is talking about God and loving people. Do you know how much I'm hearing the Pharisees like, <laughs> Pharisee John. Yeah, yeah, Pharisee uh, uh, Marcus. Man, do you know how much I collected? 
Do you know how much they gave me? Do you know how much my honorarium was? Man, they just bought me a new chariot. Do you know that? A gold-plated chariot, and I put some rims on. Can you? They were smearing at you. Do you hear? Okay, I'm hearing them.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.